Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, would you? Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt and smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit. And shower filled with women. Set your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of woman's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know? Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something the fuck along. Here we go! Hi, this is Chloe Trujillo and you're listening to End Podcast for All. Back to podcast, bro. I'm Shane Obershaw, and I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, it's season five, episode seven, but season five has been pretty, pretty loose and chill, and just kind of an open season. I, I want to get to our guest right now because I think he has a lot to say with some of the shit going on, the intro, current events, maybe his black album box set has arrived because mine still hasn't. Should we just, should we just really get to it right now? Yeah, let's jump right in. We know this guy awfully well. Yeah, we've uh, we've been down in his neck of neck. Of, no, 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 I can't. I can't speak tonight. The neck of the woods, quite a few times, and it's always a pleasure going down to Texas. I love it. We got some history, and with shit, here we go. The I should mention the president, chapter, boss man of To Live Is To DFW. Dude, this is like our third To Live Is To DFW member. Well, they're all welcome here. We had those silly guys named Andy Castle and Jeff Little on. We're we're going to the top. We're going. I don't want to call it the White House, <laughs> but we're going. We're going to the top of the DFW chapter. You ready? Let's do it. All right, Dallas, Texas, the Big D. The Big. I don't know if, he, don't know if he's going to admit that he's a Cowboys fan or not. <laughs> Mr. Sam Gray, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? How are you? Can a president chapter go higher than number one? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, I Can a song go higher than number one? <laughs> Is there anything above that? Yeah, I'll tell you what, when you start a, a chapter, and I don't know if either of you have any uh, experience doing that or not, but it's they tell you up front, like, hey, you know, they warn you kind of like, you're going to spend a lot of time. You know, you, should, you shouldn't do this if you can't spend a lot of your free time. Right, and if you do it right, that that's so true because it, you you want to make it good, right? And, and you want to meet a lot of people and connect a lot of people and everything. So, I've had to enlist some help like, with the two uh, fellas you mentioned earlier, Mr. Andy and, and Jeff, and I'm glad they were able to get on your podcast before as well. So uh, they're, they've been a big help, obviously, and you know it's it's crazy how much time and and, and stuff you you got to put into it, you know. 
Well, Sam, when we had them on, we had to use the old Jimmy Johnson, how about them Cowboys sample like 18 <laughs> times. So something tells me we're going to have to use that again this episode. Are you still a Cowboys fan with all the shit going on? I, I am. I always will be. This is home. A so. true America's team fan. That's right. That's I mean, right. That's, that's how I feel about the Vikings, even though they'll never make it to the Super Bowl, let alone win the Super Bowl. But, you know, I can I can hope. We haven't won anything since 95, Jeff, so uh, America's team, yeah, sure, we're still that, I guess, but we haven't won shit. (laughs) (laughs) And the only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Cowboys? 95, was Aikman still playing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Emmett, Irwin. Yeah, Irwin, that was still the uh, the triplets were there, and Barry Switzer was our coach. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Switzer. I still thought it was Jimmy. I mean, it was Jimmy's team. I mean, let's be honest. Switzer was just there. No, Sam. It's Jerry's team. Get it right. Uh, That's true. (laughs) That is true. But, hey, this is the night before the season, so I'm really stoked. Night before my fucking Black Album box set gets delivered, too. Everybody else seems to have theirs, except I'm empty-handed in Florida. It's not coming. It got lost, you know. Um, <laughs> as I keep hear, as I keep hearing with all of the BS going on in the world, you know, there's shortages, Shane. So there's it, there's shortages of black album box sets, and you're not getting one. <laughs> is there a shortage of uh, driving instructors? Actually, there is. Same with pilots. It's literally there's a shortage of everything. Oh, you want. To go to the store and get apples, there's a shortage of them. Oh, your your debit card doesn't work and you need a temporary card until your new one shows up? Guess what? Right. There's a shortage of those as well. I'm getting really sick of restaurants and bars being short-staffed, too, on a, on a Tuesday afternoon. Oh, it's going to be about a 90-minute wait, Shane. It's like I'm in Portland on a Tuesday afternoon at 4 o'clock trying to what the, the, eat just at a regular restaurant. Give me a break. It might actually be busy, though, because think about it. Nowadays, a lot of people aren't working because, I mean, why would you go to work when you get free money? You know, I was all pissed off last week. I was excited about tonight because I, I, I'm i actually in a pretty fucking good mood. You want to know why? Me, me too. The Struggle Within cover by Rodrigo... And Gabriella is fucking amazing. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't Unlike listen to it until week's. just recently, like very recently. I, you sent it to me earlier, and I was like, "Oh shit, I better better listen to this before we do the episode." And yeah, I was I was quite surprised with it. I'm on the same page with you. I really really enjoyed. Uh, I can't talk tonight. I really enjoyed it. A lot better than last week's uh, jazz. What's his name again, Jeff? Ah. Uh, Kamasi Washington. Washington. Yeah, yeah, that dude is. Oh, that was and, a great. That was a great cover. You're such a hater. And idols, not the idols, just idols. The idols. That, like I said, they can take a hike. <laughs> Didn't uh, Kirk and Rob play with them on stage that one, like recently? Yeah, idols. See, it's all about this like artsy music. What I was saying, you know, we got a comment on our page about. What was it? Avenged Sevenfold being Metallica Jr. Bob O'Rourke commented. <laughs> I did see that. You know, I wasn't saying that I wish there was a band out there that sounds like Metallica. I wanted to hear Lars's kids. Metallica Jr. Do, do Metallica. You know, I just want to hear some rock stars spawn. Do a band similar to what 
they did. You know what I mean? It doesn't even need to be largest kids. I was just using them as an example because honestly, it does not surprise me one bit that their band sounds like, you know, the two piece Royal blood. Yeah. Yeah. Or the white stripes or, you know, just something that sounds artsy and hipsterish. I respect Royal blood though, as a two piece plan. I do too. I, I, I respect the white stripes too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. I, I like them. I like listening to the music. I just, it doesn't surprise me that they did that. And I was hoping to see them just come out with, you know, like, all right, here's disposable heroes part two. <laughs> I'm just glad that would be sick, dude. It would be super sick. I'm just glad we're at the end of this blacklist experience in it. And it went out with a bang. Cause you know, every other week I've been off and on with this and struggle was the way to end it. Super pumped about that. You, you got so what you wanted. Sam, are you a blacklist fan or you're just kind of like take it or leave there, it? No, I okay, so there are some that are really good mm-hmm. and um there are some that are just too far out there, but hey, like I'm not going to harp on anything cuz a lot of people, you know, they like whatever they like. Oh yeah. And um yeah. so for me like uh the Volbeat cover of Don't Tread on Me was amazing. Yes. It grew on me the more I listened to it, for sure. They Volbeated that song, if you will. <laughs> yes, they I did. actually I actually realized that I liked the cover a lot more than I thought I did. And, you know, they they almost even made the verses sound heavier by keeping that kind of chugging riff going yeah. and then changing the chord progression of the of the chorus. Definitely made it kind of almost like a sing along kind of arena rock type of chorus. And yeah, it really grew on me. It was good. Speaking of arena rock, did you see the uh, Virginia Tech football game? Oh, yeah. Not with arena, the, but uh, stadium. We're talking about seismographs now. Yeah, they're singing Enter Sandman. I, apparently, when you have 95,000 people jumping up and down, it uh, it registers a couple shockwaves. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy video. My fiance's uncle sent me that video, and I was like, holy hell, Like that is just absolutely incredible. I couldn't believe it. That's a wave, man. Yeah. Especially to your favorite song, Jeff. Yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> obviously it's no secret i'm not a fan of that song but in a situation like that that's why i ended up taking it back as the song that should not be because in a situation like that that's where i appreciate that song well the song that should not be shocked us all last week from alexandria egypt and our friend elfie we'll have to ask sam later what his song that should not be is before we get to that sam since it's uh black album week and the listeners are learning all about you. You ready for a little rapid fire pick and choose? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all Let's right. Let's go. If it's anything with guessing lyrics or, or song from a riff, I'll probably be really bad. Oh, no. This is just, okay. you just got to pick or choose one or two. It's like a rapid fire get to know you here. Okay. Gotcha. This is called rapid fire. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Struggle within or don't tread on me. Struggle within. Through the never or holier than thou? Holier than thou. The black coiled snake on the record or the yellow don't tread on me flag? I'm going with the the, 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 the black snake because that's just, to me, that's like, I love that. So, Right on. Year and a half in the life, part one or part two? Part two. Give us a reason why. Uh, you're, I knew you were going to put me on the spot, dude. 
Yeah. Welcome I to just, a podcast for all. If you said yeah. part one, I was going to say, is it because Lars was in the shower saying zestfully clean? I just okay. So it has been a long time since I've seen that. I just remember. I think I just remember it got better as it went on. I don't know. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, it's I got to go back and watch. I should I should have just watched every Metallica DVD again before I came on here. <laughs> yeah, I just spend a week and a half preparing for a you know in podcast for all. I feel True. like I know part one better, though. I, I think I've seen part one more times than I've seen part two. I mean, I know it's crazy It's crazy to say because you would say, well, why would you start part one and then not watch part two? But I feel like there's been multiple times in my life where I've just started it and meant to watch it and then fall asleep or whatever, you know, and end up watching part one a couple times more than I end up watching part two. There's so much out there now to watch with with what they've put out, and oh, they God. just keep releasing things. Like I can't even keep up, and and so a lot of that stuff that's older, you know, maybe it, make it shifted back a little bit. And right, you have right. to you have to take your time and go back. But I just, for for some reason, I just remember part two was it just got better. Um, I I, I'll have to go back and watch. I, I don't have a specific reason, so no, I agree. Apologies for that. And question five that wraps up rapid fire. Sad but true. Or the Rome music video? Uh, Rome. I don't like the way James looks in the Sad But True video. <laughs> They're like the, the same way he video. Looks. It's just really... <laughs> They're like literally the same video. That's why I, that's I why saw I that. It. I started laughing when I saw that. I'm like, you know what? I don't even know if I could tell you the difference between the They're two. They're both live videos. <laughs> the, yeah, and, but it's just like in the Sad But True video, he's like, it's got the weird lighting on his face. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, the Rome video to me is really cool because, you know, they're in that empty arena. Mm-hmm. And and Lars is playing that drum set below. Mm-hmm. I just I love that and 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 to me Rome is a better song anyways because haven't seen as many shows as I've seen. Sad but true is literally my piss song as I call it. So <laughs> I, I think you got that term from Jeff Little. I did because we were. He was like, "Which one do you go piss to?" I was like, "Dude, for me, probably sad but true." <laughs> and we kind of agreed on that. So, God, if memory serves me correct, I. Th- think the inside joke with him is memory remains yeah he hates that song all i know is one of the times i saw them i went Jeff to Little, piss and they started playing all nightmare long and i was i was really pissed i, I was trying to pee as yeah. fast as i could you you've got to choose that one song <laughs> and i thought that i would it. be fine then all of a sudden i'm like walking and i'm already like halfway to the bathroom i hear the do 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 i'm like motherfucker i'm like of course Yep, and by the time I get back down, because I was lower level, just right above, just like right above the floor. So it took a second to walk back, and they were like halfway through the song. I'm like, God damn it. They're already like at the solo. You down without mercy, and Jeff's like, there's urine hunting me down, down my leg. Of course, I never saw him again on that tour, so the one time that I would have been able to hear that song, and I only got, I got to hear half of it from the bathroom, and then the other half. I hope you had a hell of a piss, Jeff. I hope you had a hell Right, exactly. That would be tough to miss that song. It was really, uh, I was pissed. Because they don't, obviously they busted that out on, you know, World Magnetic, and then they kind of, that's one of the ones they just left after that, you know. I don't I don't even remember the last time they played it. Yeah, it turned into Eye of the Beholder or something. Right. What? You know, because they used to play that song, and then they stopped playing it oh, after the tour. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, it's just like one of those songs that they play during the tour, and then after that, it doesn't become a staple it just gets shelved and everyone wishes that it would come back once every 50 shows 
Sam and Jeff are like, how come they couldn't shelve Sad But True after 95? I swear. Hey, I, I mean, I, look, I love Sad But True for sure. But after you've seen it live every show, I hear it, you got you to gotta pick something. And to be honest, on the last tour, when you know, whenever I was going on uh, Worldwide, that song kind of switched to because they, you know, they would switch out "Sad but True" sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the song that became that was "Now That We're Dead." Because I was like, okay, I got like ten minutes because of that drums part in the middle. So that's perfect. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I just, you know, they're the type of band where they could go out and play nothing but rare songs, and it's not like people would stop going to see them. You know what I mean? And it's. I just wish for once they would stop doing these radio hit sets for every tour. And like, I get it. I obviously get why they do it. 40th anniversary, bro. That's what this is all about. Yeah, but it's like two shows every 10 years and you get to hear some rare songs. Like, come on. Yep. Astronomy 3rd, Trapped Under Ice 4th. <laughs> right. Opening with Fixer. <laughs> Opening with Fixer. Yep. For, if we can only hope, dude, that, that they, they shelve everything that they've played on tour <laughs> and, and bust out everything that they need to play for, for the fifth members. You know, I, I told Shane, I said, if they Fixer, play Enter Sandman, Justice, I'm leaving. Astronomy. Somebody here, somebody here was telling me that he's like, yeah, they're probably still going to play Sandman. I was like, that just should not even see the set list. But I, but I think San, either Sandman, Puppets, Nothing Else Matters, like one of those really popular songs bells. is, yeah, Bells. One of them is making it to the set for sure, <laughs> if not a few of them. There's Which no maybe, way. Uh, I just don't see. I don't, yeah. I don't see Metallica ever playing a show where they don't play Enter Sandman. Maybe they'll have like some special guests at least on stage with them. You never know, right? Yeah, just know, let man. just let Dave sing it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy, right? I remember night two at the Fillmore. My girlfriend hadn't seen a lot of shows, and she ended up going with. And she's like, "I just can't wait to hear Sandman." And I'm like, "They're not playing Sandman for these four nights in a club at the Fillmore." Second song, fucking Sandman. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. They I might get like, it out of the way. Wow. That really just happened right after To Live Is To Die? Come on. Well, at least they got it out of the way early. See, I'll take that. And I'll, I'll, I will say, if they decide to play Enter Sandman like second or third, that would be kind of cool because it's like to hear it in like, you know, the Bells spot or whatever, you know, of the set, you know, something early on there, it would be kind of cool to hear it like that and i would i think i would be okay with it then the atlas rise slot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right after hardwired it's gonna be fun boys jeff oh, we're yeah. gonna get to the vote what are we 14 15 weeks out yeah yeah we are we're making it there uh, let's see what was last week's was that last week was we wrapped up puppets yeah leper and damage yeah we're in justice this week i hope you like that album sam have you ever heard of that album uh, actually, no. When was that put out? Uh, eighteen eighty-eight. S- stop right there. There's <laughs> a there's a feud going on when people post "Happy Birthday" and "Happy Anniversary" to the Justice album. Well, yeah, people, there's people like have two, two different dates for it. Two different dates. Yeah. Yep. It's like a fifty-fifty kind of thing, and some people say it's you know two days ago, and some people think it was two weeks ago. Looks like fifty-fifty. Right in and podcast for all at gmail.com. Yeah, I saw a bunch of posts a couple of weeks ago, and then I just recently saw it's a like bunch a of posts. <laughs> feud, like a debate over it almost. Are they looking at the remastered box set release I, or something? I don't know, dude, but it's been going on for a few years. And we, 
I think we've talked about it before in like early, early episodes. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone who listens to the show more than me would probably know. Probably with that Andy Castle guest. How about them Cowboys uh, four times? Right. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, quite the fan of the Cowboy. I'm a big fan of always has been, but but he is he's mega fan for sure. He's a crazy man. Yeah. But we love we love Andy down here, oh, DFW dude. man. Hopefully, he's not too disappointed this year. Yeah, I, I hope he has his expectations in check because uh, let's let's just be honest. Uh, it's always uh, the, the ex, like obviously they every year Jerry Jones comes out and he's like, "Well, this team is actually poised to go all the way, win the Super Bowl." <laughs> yeah, sure, Jerry. And it's just like I'm not getting fooled by you anymore, Jerry. Like I'm not a kid anymore. So Andy, but there's still some fans out there that, that, that are like, yeah, Super Bowl, baby. Andy, if you're listening, take some advice from a Vikings fan. Get get on my level, bro, because that way, hey, you know what? At least if you make the playoffs, you'll, you'll feel all right about it. <laughs> Jerry's like, okay, it's going to be a good season. I'll just renew your seat license. Not your physical seat, but your seat license for 25000 right. a seat per year, and then we'll give you a seat after you purchase another round of tickets. Jeez. Correct. <laughs> yes, and you know what? Correct. There are those diehards that are like, "All right, done deal. Here we go." Yeah. Boom. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. All hail King Jerry. And Stevens just right behind him. His, you know, his son Steven. So it's like being a Cowboys fan, and, and I'm a realist fan. You know, I'm like, we're screwed forever, dude. There's just no getting out of this anymore. Jones for life, Sam. It, it is. He's got like seven grandkids, and oh god, I'm like, oh god, help us all. He's that like the good news McMahon's of football, and one of, yeah, one of them's a quarterback at Arkansas, and I'm like, oh geez, here we go. If he gets up to the draft, <laughs> oh Jerry's he's coming to Dallas, like, right? I'm like, oh god, just just wait until Tom Brady's kid makes his debut. I would take him over Jerry's grandson. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? He could have he could have some potential. All right, enough of this football bullshit. Back to the Talica chatter, boys. Yeah, back back to in voting for all. So now that we've entered, oh okay. Oh, I thought that's that's what no, we we're moving into. Roll with it. That's all good. Now that we've entered the injustice for all segment here, uh, this week we have two semi rare songs. One that's very hated by one specific person. So this week on And Voting for All, we have Eye of the Beholder versus The Shortest Straw. Oh, hated by Lars. That's where you were going with that. Hated by Lars. You got it. Ding, ding, ding. So which of the two rarer songs would you like to hear? Live at the 40th anniversary. That's tough. Uh, yeah. I'm, I've got to go Shortest Straw, man. I, I've... I just love that song. Um, it's it's better to me overall, completely. Yeah. Um, and they don't really play that very often. No, and uh, that's, it's definitely a, a rare cut for sure. And yes, I agree with you. It is overall a better song. Yeah, there's some there's there's always a couple songs on every album for me that's like, meh, you know, mm-hmm. I can get, do with it or whatever. But obviously, Justice overall is an amazing album. I'm not taking anything away from that. That was their their album where they were just like, yeah, let's make the songs 13 minutes long uh, and then we'll go, you know, we'll turn the bass all the way down and, you know, it'll be great. It'll be great. But uh, yeah, Short of Straw is amazing. I've actually seen that live, but I could, nice. that would, would never get old for me. That's a good choice. Shane? Jeffrey? Oh, uh, well, 
Shortest Straw is definitely a better song, but I got to go Eye of the Beholder just because Ooh. I know it would piss Lars off. <laughs> That's why you're picking a song, just to piss off your little Danish friend? And not actually. I just think it would be fun to hear that song live. And I do like that song. And I think that they would play it better. I, you know, I've said it before. Some of the more complicated songs, I sometimes worry that in their older age, they might get a little bit tired while playing them. Oh, and they've if, been doing it 40 years, bro. They might right, get a exa- winded. Hey, and that's totally acceptable. They deserve right. to take a breather, and I, the Beholder, can be that breather. Fun fact, I was listening to the the Metallica podcast a couple days ago. Yeah. And <laughs> Lars points out, he goes, isn't it amazing that the Black Album and the Justice record, completely two different planets or two different universes was recorded in the same room yeah not even was, that wow. far apart from each other either yeah and when he said that kirk was like i, I didn't even realize that till you told me that but yeah one-on-one studios in la can you get two albums further apart that were in the same room within the, what three years of each other that sound completely different like one sounds really right. good and one sounds eh <laughs> eh <laughs> and I'm talking about the Black Album. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the memory that Lars has. I don't know how he remembers everything. I don't get Absolutely. it. See, I'm speaking of memory. When did the? Uh, what's your first memory of Metallica? When did it all start for you? Um, for me, let's see. If I think back about middle, I was probably in middle school. And actually, no, probably earlier than that, dude. I just remember I had a friend that had uh, a CD, and I was like, who is that? And he played me a song, and I was like, huh, okay. And then my cousin, when when I visited for like a random holiday or something, who knows, he, he had the same CD, and it was, um, I believe it was Reload. And so he started playing me, like, obviously, Fuel Memory and all that. And I was like, dude, okay, I'm starting to dig this a lot. And then I went back home, and some some guy at school had brought the Black Album in. And he was like, here, you got to listen to this. And, and he played, believe it or not, he played Sandman. That's, like, one of the first times I ever heard it. Okay. And then I listened to the album, and I was like, I got I to gotta go buy this album now. So... The one song that really stuck me on Blackout when I first listened to the album was The Unforgiven, um, the solo. <laughs> and so I, know. I convinced my parents to take me up to the, uh, believe it or not, kids, back in the day, there were CD stores um, that you had to go <laughs> go to. Um, it's going to sound not- really cool if Sam Gray went to Sam Goody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was called Hastings. Oh, Have you ever heard of that? Hastings, no. Minnesota? No, I'm just I'm bummed. <laughs> Yeah, it's Hastings. Like, uh, it was like the place where you buy your CDs, magazines, rent movies. That all that all that was in the same. So I, I convinced my parents to take me up there, and, and and they let me buy the black album. And then uh, from there, I went back. I went actually. I started at the front. Back to the front. After that, I went. I got Kill 'Em All, Ride, Justice, and all that. And then I just went from there. Went crazy. So. Sounds familiar. Yeah. The Unforgiven solo is what did it. Yeah, I mean, that was... Uh, keep in mind, like I know we've all heard that this album a million times, but for the first time hearing it, you know, and, and 
how that song was constructed, you know, and how they did it. Uh, the solo, though, is just, to me, that's Kirk's, one of his best solos. It's epic, dude. So He did his homework for that one. Correct. Yes, he didn't. He didn't just come in right, and he had what Bob Rock just pushing his buttons. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that's that's what you need. Hey man, do my homework. <laughs> I do, man. That works for Kirk. I think he has to be pushed a little bit, kind of. So, have you guys been keeping up with the Metallica podcast with all his Black Album chatter? I have a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm one. I think I'm one behind. Okay. Um, you know, with just being busy and all that. And I actually listened to your guys' last episode today just to kind of, you know, make sure that I got familiar with that. I try to keep up with, you know, it's it's tough to keep up with everybody's stuff going on. But There's so much shit out there, man. There is. I mean, that's a good thing, especially in Metallica stuff. I can, you know, you can throw that at me all day and, and I'll make time for it. But, Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm one behind. And the first episode uh, of their official podcast was, was kind of crazy how they, like, had it. It, it didn't seem like it flowed very well. Somebody said the the next couple episodes they changed it up a little bit. So a little bit. The editing's yeah. been a little goofy, and it's, they right. really jump around. Mm-hmm. And they have commercials yeah. about manscaping. See, they they've of, got their a ads. Lot, a lot of podcasts <laughs> seem to have the manscape, the manscape really? ad. Yeah, there's a couple other ones. Like I've heard it on Rogan's, I've heard it on Victory the podcast, the Entourage podcast, and yeah, it seems <laughs> to be like this pretty common thing with with podcasts so you know if they want to sponsor in podcast for all right we can we can talk about a little manscaping as well absolutely it's only going to cost you forty three thousand a week right <laughs> boom speaking of podcasting, before i get into podcasting dude we've just been all over the board already and we're only 30 minutes into this jeff it I happens got, i do it all over the place that Bringing salmon right away threw me off my game, Jeff. I, I, the set list is out the window, okay? Yeah, there is no such thing as a set list tonight. It's going to be like GNR in 92, like Gilby oh told God. us. Gilby no, Clark gave yeah, us a little secret in Sturgis. No, no set list. Just call them out as you go. Boy, that one pissed off a sound crew. Could you imagine being an arena-sized no. band, 18 no. to 20,000, and like, all right, no, no set list, just fucking call it as you see it. We play Night Train. No, Rocket Queen. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. And then it kicks in and it's like, there you go. And let's queue up the cues. <laughs> Back to in voting for all. I've heard Shorter Straw. Right. Like five or six times and I haven't heard I, so I got to go with I. All right. Yes. But I, I know that's not going to. No, Shorter Straw is definitely going in the vote. Is It's definitely going to win. Okay. So I, now that Sam is a straw guy and Jeff and Shane are eye guys, <laughs> voting opens Thursday, closes late Thursday night with results on Friday. Okay, now we can close that segment out. I'm not even going to edit that out because this is how much we're just fucking winging it tonight. Like We talked about the Metallica podcast. Now our guest, Mr. Gray, actually has his own podcast, Jeff, called the Eskimo Brothers. What do you think that's about? Not Sword Brothers, Eskimo right. Brothers. If I didn't know what it was about, I would guess that it has something to do with Alaska or hockey, maybe. <laughs> That's a good guess. I mean, or maybe Eskimos? Ice? Polar bears? Freezing temperatures? Igloos? Trapped under ice? <laughs> don't get me don't get me started. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can I could say what it is, but Sam, what's know. it about? 
Well, okay, so the podcast is just, and I appreciate you bringing it up, man. That's That means a lot. So it's just, you know, me and a buddy, we've talked about doing it for a long time because we, we have so much fun hanging out together. We usually just get together, drink, and talk just really stupid shit. Not either. Andy Kassler or Jeff Little. No, no. They're, they're not that they're, cool. They're, they're at home with the wives, bro. They, they, the not, wives, overrated. They can't come over to Sam's house and do anything, so... <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah we we get around we get together and, and do what we always do and just we we open some beers and just talk sports and nice. life and music entertainment and just whatever comes up honestly we have literally you talk about set list there is none so no script you hit record and it's like here's what i saw in sports center today yeah we have maybe little bullet points like if we want to hit this maybe but there it's it's never it never happens the way it's supposed to happen. So all the best episodes, I swear, they turn out that way. All anytime we've ever tried, yeah, in the just past, like Jeff's garage. Yeah, exactly. Anytime <laughs> we've ever tried to say like, all right, this is this is how it's going to go. We're going to lay it out like this. It ends up getting completely straight away from that, and next thing you know, it we're going on some random tangent, and afterwards we're like, wow, that actually worked out pretty well. Yeah, we talked about the Goonies for fourteen minutes. Sweet. Right, and we didn't get any hate mail about it, so clearly it's it's doing all right. Is your co-host Sam a Metallica fan? He is, yeah. He's not he's not like, you know, as big as me, you mm-hmm. know, but he's been to uh we've we've been to a couple shows together. Uh we rode the rail once in Dallas together. Uh he saw a show uh back on like the load tour. So yeah, he's he's been to a few shows. He's he's a fan. He's just not like He's not traveling around, you know, like like some of us do. But yeah, definitely, right on, Jeff. I wouldn't be friends with somebody like that wasn't Metallica. Come on, dude. No, that's illegal, <laughs> right. especially in Texas. Yeah, exactly. How many times have you seen Metallica? Uh, let's see. I looked at this actually in preparation. So you the number is just like Kirk. Yes, the number is currently at thirty-two. Nice. So uh, we're getting up up there and hope golf clap <laughs> golf clap hopefully will you be at forty by the end of the year? Um, I don't think I'm gonna hit forty. Okay, uh, be- because I'm not doing a couple of the festivals this year. Okay, I'm only doing one of the festivals, and at least you hit a festival, you get two shows out of it. Right. Um, and then I'll be hitting Atlanta for that that one show, and then the two fortieth. So cool. I'll be up to. What is that? Somebody keeping count? 37? You're at 32? 37. Yeah, and 37. Five more shows? I, I can't do math yeah. at 1240 in the morning. And I would love to go to the other two festivals, but... Which one are you oh, going God. to? Uh, the the one that's in two weeks from now, so Louder Than Life. Right on. In Louisville. Yeah. yeah. I am scheduled to go to those. The first one, night one, I might not be at. It's killing me, but... It just might be a schedule issue because Jeff and I have a show that Saturday in between those Friday and Sunday shows. Gotcha. Yeah, now, that's now watch. They're going to play Trapped Under Ice on night <laughs> one, and on night two, it's just going to be lame, and I might be suicidal. They so isn't it like kind of obvious that they're going to do the Black Album in in full one I, of the nights? I I don't know because the festivals all posted like the like a black square when they were about to announce the right. you know, headliners for this they've already so it's done like, that though before they have they did that on the but Jeff, was it the, the 20th, the 20th. yeah and i actually yeah. saw one of those shows in uh 
Denmark in 2012. So, I mean, they've already done that, and it would be semi-disappointing if they came out and did that. Just like them playing Enter Sandman or Sad But True, you know, playing all these, well, can, playing these hits. Maybe they'll get yeah. side A on night one and side B on night two. I'd be okay with that part. I would not. Come on. Oh, what? I Why hear not? It. Why? <laughs> so, okay, six songs on one night, six songs the six other songs, night. That's a, okay, ask and all of have, our ask all And of then our you have 12 have <laughs> other songs on each night. I'd, I'd be just fine with that. Ask all of our guests who, who wrote their set list or even had to pick 12 songs for an album, and six songs is a big chunk of that. Would you rather hear side A or side B, Jeff? Uh, fuck, that sucks because I want to hear Unforgiven, but I don't want side A at all. <laughs> exactly. I think we could all say side B if you're going to do it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yes, yeah, yeah, side B, but I just want to hear Unforgiven. You've already heard that live, haven't you? No, I actually have never got to hear that one live. Well, at least you've heard Bread Fan live. Yeah. You've never heard Unforgiven live, Jeff? Nope, wow. I've missed out on it. I've missed out on... That's surprising. That is, because... You know, I was looking at my tour report, yep. which is really cool. I've seen The Unforgiven 20 times. Oh, fuck! <laughs> God damn. Yeah. I, couldn't even get it, I couldn't even get it tell once. Me. Sam, don't tell me you've seen Trapped Under Ice. Uh, no, okay. I haven't. Okay. Because I missed the Atlantic City shows. I and that's really killed me. I know. Yeah, I would, lo- I would have loved to have been there for the first Orion because they, I knew they were doing uh, Black Album one night and then... Ride the lightning yep. the following night. So, just for just for that that night, I would love to see to be there to see Trapped Under Ice escape because we're never getting that again. And then Cthulhu would have been cool, but not as cool as seeing it with the symphony. But yeah. it's still obviously still amazing. Cthulhu so, at S and M two that was that was goosebumps for me. Oh yeah, even 100%. knowing it was coming as an opener, I'm just like, oh, yep, here we are. Yeah, it was incredible to see that, and and and. Uh, but I would still, I would still love to see it without the symphony. But mm-hmm. I think obviously the symphony plays such a good role in that song overall. Michael Kamen, his you know his writing for for the symphony on that is perfect. Jeff, just think side side B, tread never. Well, you do have nothing else. Wolf God misery struggle. You know, I'd probably rather hear. Yeah, no, no, all of that is great. Uh, yeah, Tread is just not, that's not my favorite song. That would be side A, though. Tread, right? Oh, that's yeah, six. six. On, oh, yeah. fuck. Fuck me. That is yeah, yeah. number six. <laughs> Sorry, bros. I'm not a hey, I have to look. I'm brother. looking at the, uh, look, I'm looking at the list right Sorry. here. Sorry, totally. I was thinking six through 12. You can suffer through nothing else matters on side B. You I, can get through that. I can definitely, especially yeah. to hear Wolf live, that's. That's fine with me. Nothing wrong with nothing else. That's when the panties are dropping. That's right. Yeah, and then you've got the God that failed and misery and struggle. Yeah. yeah. See, I've seen God that failed, but I have. That's I haven't seen Wolf, misery or struggle. That would be, those would be up there for me for sure. I hate to say it because it's one of my favorites. Whether it's on YouTube or the time I did see it in Denmark, they're not the greatest at playing struggle live. Just 
it's just not it's not one of their good live songs. That's probably why they never play it. Yeah. <laughs> but Wolf needs to be brought back more often. That song is such a powerhouse. Yep, and Jason will do the howl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll grab and he'll grab his neck afterwards. Rob's got the backup <laughs> vocals all all good to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and fight fire. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you listen to Rob's backup vocals on Through the Never, the movie, and you're like, wow, this guy's really good. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. There's some there's some auto-tune and pitch correcting and all sorts of shit going on here. Not that he's bad, but they need to – Kirk is not much better at backup vocals either. It's a shame. Rob's like – what do you yeah, mean? You live it or lie it. You live it or lie it. You live it or lie it. There we go. You got that down, dude. It's like you've done that before. It's almost like I, I play Kirk in a tribute band. <laughs> yeah, but we've never that played that song. Exactly yeah, and I like don't it. and I don't do that live because that would I'm gonna do that at our next show. Just just, just to fuck with you. What song that are you gonna perfect. do that in, Jeff? <laughs> the die chant during creep. <laughs> die! Die! No, I want you to actually say you live it or lie it. <laughs> Just do it between songs. Right, right when Chris starts talking. You live it or lie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds perfect. Uh, dude. It really does. Jeff, Jeff, you should start a Saint Anger tribute act. Oh yeah, I'm sure that would. You'll have to find three new band members. I'd be, I'd be like in that movie Step yeah. Brothers, you know, where they have the Billy Joel tribute that's only from like 1980 to whatever. Yes. They, they don't do any of the, like the normal hits. That would be me. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm a Metallica tribute only for 2003. <laughs> <laughs> specifically play 80s Joel music, sir. Yeah, specifically 80s Joel. That's right. Were you playing my, were you, how's that quote go about cops and drums? Were you playing my drum set? No, I was watching cops. Why are you all sweaty? Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. Fucking touch my drum set, because I know cops doesn't start till four. <laughs> I was just talking about Step Brothers the other day. That movie is so fucking funny. It's a classic. I, w- I wish they would remake, or not remake it, but do a sequel to that movie. Because if John... It's up there. If John C. And, and Will Ferrell were down for it, as long as they don't make it like that fucking train wreck of a Sherlock Holmes movie they made. God, that movie was just... It was terrible. Yeah. It was so bad. I couldn't even get No, I didn't. I Yeah, normally, even with bad movies, I'll suffer through it. I'll be like, fuck it. I'll just watch it. Literally 45 minutes into the movie, I'm like, this is so fucking bad. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Almost as bad as these jump in the fire trivia questions Uh that Mr. Gray is about ready to answer. And these questions are brought to you tonight by former and podcast for all guests. Jeff Little and Andy Castle. I was going to say, did they write the questions for Sam? Because that would have been really appropriate. Oh, perfect. Right here, boys. Perfect. They're going to put you to the test. I I don't even know these the, the questions. Th- this they... is an open season, and I don't think we've touched Jump in the Fire the entire season, but uh, it's coming back tonight. And normally I have a list with these questions. And you don't know shit. I don't even. I don't fucking know anything tonight. I love it. Sam, maybe you can go up against Jeff and play Jump in the Fire. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if, we'll see if I can get the rebound if he can't. I'm, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that that actually works, okay, right? Sam, if I don't get it, then. Sam's going to be like a current Texas Ranger in the batter's box batting about 187. <laughs> and Jeff's on the on-deck. Is, Jeff is in the on-deck circle as a pinch hitter, and we'll see if we get on base. It's yeah. Well, good luck with that if you're talking Rangers. But yeah, let's do it, man. Don't the Rangers have like a three billion dollar brand new ballpark, and they're just terrible. Yeah, they they did. Yeah, it was like somewhere around that because they you know everybody was like, I'm so hot. Let's put AC. So it's a dome now with AC seventy three inside and retractable. You know, uh, yeah, it is. It opens up and everything. But yeah, that ain't cheap. No, Shane, Shane is about to be like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. He's gonna say, Let's see if you can hit my curve. That's that's perfect. See if you can hit my curve. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can hit the curve ball. Yep, and you're going to – They just actually had a major league game at Field of Dreams. At the field of, yeah, they did. It was pretty amazing, to say the least, that the fact that they built another – yeah, you know, a whole nother field right next to the original and next to the house and all of that. I mean, that was one of my favorite movies growing up, and probably to this day, my still my favorite baseball movie. Man. Jeff, do you realize when you and I played Dubuque, we drive right past that, and we've never. Yeah, I know. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how we've never stopped. Like, I, you and I have literally been by that twenty times in ten years, and we never stop. Next time, we are for sure stopping. We have to. All right, Mr. Gray and Mr. Winslow in the on-deck circle, welcome to <laughs> Jump in the Fire, brought to you by Mr. Castle and Little. Oh, boy. Sponsored some of these by. Quest- some of these questions, I will say, are just terrible. <laughs> these fucking guys. All right, let's see what they got. <laughs> well, we'll see if they, they ever get me. invited back to in podcast for all. <laughs> Sam, they texted me at noon and said, we have a little idea. And I said, I'm, I'm open to ideas. What do you got? Oh, boy. All right, question one. Dallas, Texas, Mr. Gray. What two bands did James Hetfield play? Even the way they worded this is horrible. Basically, what two bands were... What two (laughs) bands... I'm going to read it just like they sent it to me. What two bands did James Hetfield play for before Metallica? Um, Okay, so one of them is Leather Charm. Yes, sir. Um, Oof. You know what's funny is we've had this question before in a very, very early season. A lot of these questions we've had before. So Castle and Little, just, they, yeah. Hashtag recyclables right here. They right. just recycled our old questions. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I, you know, I, I've got one, so I don't I don't know the second one. I, I, I don't know. Did you, which one did you say? Did you say it was Leather, leather, leather charm. charm? Yeah. Um, I got to think about it. That was the one that I would have thought of too. I something. The other one had something to do with children or something, wasn't it? You're thinking of spastic children. Oh, that little joke band they had. Okay, never mind. Yeah, where James played drums. Yes, and had dreadlocks. That was not (laughs) the other band that he was in. I guess that was he said before Metallica. I I guess I don't. I don't know. Obsession. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Sam one, Jeff zero. <laughs> I mean, I, I can get a half a point for... <laughs> no, Sam no, is now batting 201. Oh. 
Song or song. Question two. What is the shortest Metallica song? We've had that one before. We have had that one. Jeez. God, is it hardwired? That's a damn that good was, guess. That's like three minutes long, and that's... That's a damn good guess. I was thinking, like, because I'm like, I don't remember there being a shorter song than that. and Because when it came out, I was like, whoa. Right. Because it was, like, so short um, and in your face and... I can't think of... I remember when I heard Hardwired on the radio for the first time. When it came to an end, I'm like, oh, okay, here's the interlude. <laughs> right. And, like, and that thinking. was it. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was just a quick three minutes, and that's never really happened, you know? We're going to segue off this question. A little song called Motor Breath. Okay. I think technically uh, that... Hardwired is actually shorter than Motor Breath. It's three minutes and... Hold on, hold on. See, wow. did I get no, it? I think Look at these because to live is to DFW Originally, guys when we questions. did, when we did, I remember this question, and I'm pretty sure Hardwired was the answer. I'm looking it up. All right, are you firing up the old computer? I'm trying to uh, work this out here on the old computer, please, Russ. What's Metallica's shortest song? Clock in at a brief three minutes and eleven seconds. Hardwired is the shortest Metallica song from a studio album. Whoa! What's Motor Breath like? Three fourteen. Mm, let's see. It's got to be close. Damn. When you said that, yeah. I thought we've had that question before, and it was Motor Breath. I thought... I could have swore it was... Only Andy and Jeff would talk about running time questions. Yeah, come on. What's the running time of the Freight Ends of Sanity? I'd be like, what? <laughs> 12 minutes? I don't know. Like, every song on Justice? Sadly, I know that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because you played it a lot. Why? I just did a bit of that. I don't fucking know. Oh, wait. Maybe oh. it is Motor Breath. Is it? Jeff, are you on a dial-up modem? God, this is taking forever. 308. No, because I kept trying to look it up, and it kept bringing up. It is three, It is Motor Breath. It is Motor Breath 308. Even though when I looked up what's Metallica's shortest song, I think because when we originally wow. when we originally made that question, I think that's what popped up, but then we were looking at something else because... It, I knew Hardwired was in there somewhere. So it is Motor Breath. It says it's 3.08. No, every time I was looking up the time of it, it was bringing up how many times they've played it live. And I'm like, I want to know how fucking how many times they've played it live. I want to know how long the song is. 3.08 versus 3.11. Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same thing in my book. Close enough. But it's crazy because when you look up what's Metallica's shortest song, it does pop up Hardwired. And even mm. even it was from like uh, Loudwire posted it. Well, then it has to be legit. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you know it's not legit. <laughs> so just like, aren't they part of like the everything fake you news see. network? <laughs> right. <laughs> FNN. Just like it. It's FNN. on Facebook, so it's true. Yeah, exactly. Where'd you hear that? Oh, the internet. <laughs> Jeff, that took forever. It's like your modem is slower than Pizzle. No, it was. It had nothing to do. It was everything was searching quickly. It's just a, the wrong thing was popping up on Google. Blame Lugo, using, man. It was like you were using a 33.6 baud dial-up AOL. No, you know what? I saw Pizzle set up and saw his his studio room. It's nice, and I couldn't believe. <laughs> oh, his studio's amazing. I get why it wasn't his modem. It's his computer. What is it? A Gateway 2000? It's, I swear, it is, he's got like Windows XP 2004 <laughs> on there or something. Millennium Edition? <laughs> yeah, because when I brought... So we went over there to watch the show... Mm-hmm. Our show, and he plugged in the external hard drive, goes to play the concert, <laughs> and 
it well it wouldn't play well at all like it was terrible and the sound was all fucked up come to find i'm like dude i'm like do you have like QuickTime player or you know because that's what i use on my macbook and right. he's like oh this is probably this this video app is probably from like oh four <laughs> i mean i'm sure it's probably a little bit newer than that but still like he had to go through and like update it and then all of a sudden it worked to date, Pizzles had the worst um, <laughs> connection in the history of in podcast for all. And last week we went all the way to Egypt, basically Cairo, Egypt. Yeah, and he had ten times better connection and video quality than Pizzle had in Apple Valley, Minnesota. <laughs> and his router is legitimately three feet from his computer. Like no need to update your computer oh, or anything, bro. He's like, it's all good. I've got a good, I've got a good modem, but I was good for him. Well, on his computer, it it obviously works, and it didn't look like it was in rough shape or anything. I just think that he needs to update a couple of things. I don't know. See, he might be like me. I'm not a computer person, you know. I buy a MacBook, and then in a couple of years, throw it away. I don't throw it away. I just set <laughs> get another one. I just set it. I, I have like a little basket full of MacBooks where I just set the old <laughs> one and then I, grab, I go out and buy a new one. I think I've got like three of them now. Don't update. Just buy a new. Well, I mean, exactly. the thing is with Apple computers, the American way, they don't really allow you to upgrade them. Really, like it's it's not right. like a it's not like a PC where you can buy a bunch of shit like apple computer that's and that's it's smart on their part you know capitalism at its finest you know like hey let's build something that costs oodles of fucking money but then in like three to five years needs to be replaced and upgraded but they can't do it themselves so they have to shelve it and then go spend squillions and squillions of dollars and it ain't for fucking sandwiches squillions of dollars and squillions of people yep <laughs> the things we've been through and decisions we've made about squillions of dollars and squillions of people. Don't get me wrong. It's a super smart business model because, I mean, fuck. Dude. I still buy their shit. Enough of this technology talk. Back to jump in the fire. I th- fuck it. Fuck Apple. I, I, hey, as we're we're both on Apple computers right We're now. all on Apples and I'm looking at an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, yeah, forget about it. My iPhone's ringing. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take my AirPods out real quick. <laughs> All right, Sam and I need to discuss something because that last answer was Motor Breath, and Sam is associated with a tribute band called Motor Breath. And for all the listeners out there, Jeff, you might be aware of this, Sam and I actually got into a little bit of a a spat a few years ago. Let's get ready to rumble! I remember like a like a dick measuring contest or something. How do they say it? Is that how it go? Is that how it went? That's probably true, actually, to be honest. Yeah. They were like, wait, who's 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 got a bigger lifted truck here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, since we're in Texas, that's fitting, right? And you could and you can like years later look look back and just be like, oh, that was pretty stupid, wasn't it? But it happens. I, hey, no, I'm, right? I'm glad that you brought it up because I almost was going to say like, I you know, no, uh, I, I need to bring it up. Oh, Sam, refresh my memory of how this went. And don't hold um, back. You, you can. You can. Oh no! Yeah, no, you, you guys no. know me. There's just no way Sam I would does not hold back. Just go to his Facebook and look. I. Uh, <laughs> so I remember we were we were. Uh, you guys had come to town in Dallas at Trees. You probably know the venue. One of my favorite in the country. Love it. Yeah. So and we, I, I had never seen you guys before play at all, and so I went and I was like, man, these guys are 
insane. Like they have the the sound and the look and everything or whatever. But it's kind of when I started like going and bridging out and seeing like, is there a tribute around here? And there's actually two in DFW. And um, once I started getting into like the music slash tribute scene of like, because the other band here, um, they're they're good. They've been around forever. Um, and then the other one's a little younger, Motorbreath's a little younger. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like, well, they play like, you know, everything in the catalog. Whereas the other one may stick to like the first four albums or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I just ended up going to see those guys a lot more and, and, and uh, became really good friends with everybody. And then I just kind of like, hey, you know, like, why don't y'all like play a little more around town or whatever? And they're like, well, you know, this and that. And so I just said, well, I'll just start trying to get some shows and whatever. And then ended up working out and they were like, Hey, do you want to do this? I'm like, sure. It's just for fun. And for me anyways, you know, and so I started booking the shows and then you guys had come back to Dallas and, you know, I went and saw you guys again. And, uh, at that point, I think Shane and I had known each other from somewhere. I think I'm pretty sure. Anyways, we connected on Facebook, yep. and um, and I just remember one of our chapter parties after um, like a Christmas party. Um, I had said like on my page like, "Hey, we're you know chapter parties coming in. We're going to uh, have Motor Breath play, <laughs> and uh, on there they're doing like a four hour set, you know, and I'm giving away a bunch of stuff or whatever." And Shane, being Shane. <laughs> Everybody out there probably knows what I'm talking about. No, he he just had say he made a little snarky little comment on there. Continue. I do not remember the comment that I left. So what was it? Why didn't you hire a real band? <laughs> and I will sit. I will let you know. Okay. That you were not popular after that comment. I was not popular in the Big D. <laughs> all that, I know is I remember had, after all this happened and we returned to trees following this incident, I remember feeling, uh, I was like, <laughs> I feel a little bit, a little bit weird here. Cause even though I wasn't necessarily a part of the whole <laughs> online, you know, war that was going on, I obviously heard about it and I was like, man, this is, this is kind of an awkward situation. Cause I remember things, cause we had met early on. When I think first time you came to the show, I think first show I think there, we, yeah. first we time met in up, Dallas. yeah, and then you know we had, we had met you, you know, real nice guy, and we got along, the and then, yeah, I was like, well, this is a little awkward now. This is this is why I just hang out in my dressing room. I I, <laughs> I don't remember typing that, but I totally believe you that I did type that. Oh, I have screenshots. <laughs> Please, yeah, no. please send those so we can include that with this episode. Yeah, no, it, it, it's part like, of Sam's uh, photos so. when we post the episode. Will be the screenshot real band. <laughs> oh man! So, so yeah, that pissed a lot of people off. Oh, I, I, I totally get it, man. I, yeah. I remember you and I having a conversation about having us back for a party or some anniversary, yeah. something like that. There was something in the mix, and then I saw Motor Breath was playing instead. I was just like. That fucker. What the fuck? I can see your side of that. (laughs) I just remember thinking, like, when I talked to you about that, I was like, how the hell am I going to make that happen? They're in Minnesota. 
Like, and I know that you guys would come. Of course. I'm not saying you wouldn't, but. We played for you it, guys it was, two or three times before that, and we love playing trees, and we're like, dude, oh, fuck, we'll make that happen. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, you know, that's not to say that maybe one day it can't happen or whatever, but. Sure. Uh, I just remember that was like one of the first big parties that I kind of put together, and I kind of did it at a show that they already had booked. Nice. So. It was kind of one of those things that I threw together, and I was like, "I got to do something before the before the year's over. Let's do a holiday party." And that actually might have been the first kind one. Kind of I like did. a right place, right time. They're doing a show. You have to put the party, put it together, and it all, all right. the pieces just kind of fell into place. Right. right. So it wasn't like I wasn't like fuck that band from Minnesota or well, anything like fine. that. That's fine. That's that's fine because that's that's <laughs> no. why I, I would be like, you know, what? fuck that drummer. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, fuck that drummer. <laughs> Me, not the rest of the band. We're all right, man. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's all it was, and uh, and and then it's like, well, yeah, man, that, what an asshole and all that, and then we kind of, then yeah, y'all had come back, and I was like, well, I'm not going to that. I don't, you know, I don't and all that. So, but but then it became like you said, like a dick measuring contest, if you will. It did. Like it did, and I got, I'll tell you, I got wrapped up into this just here, even like the tribute scene here, and how competitive it gets. Sure, sure. And dude, it shouldn't be, but it, well, it you get it sucked you, you into do. it. You do, and it's you know, yeah, it's all been there. it's the tribute scene, but it's also it's just the music scene in general. Once you start getting anywhere with music, where it goes beyond playing the local bar or someone's backyard, next thing you know, it you're playing these bigger venues. You're venturing out. There's you know hundreds of people if not thousands, you know, as they start getting bigger and bigger. And it's like, I swear, that's just, that's, that's really the music scene. It all becomes that dick measuring contest where everybody in the music industry, I'm not saying that they're all bad people by, I'm not saying that by any means, but everyone always preaches this, like, oh, you know, we're this community and this, you know, musicians look up for each other, which they do. But at the end, it's really a dog eat dog kind of business. And it's all right. Well, everyone's in it for the same reason and that's to go to the top whether you're a tribute band an original band a solo artist whatever it is your goal is to take it somewhere right so just, it becomes sorry, it very gotta, becomes very competitive that's just that's our I got, human I got nature excite, i got excited to play trees again man what can i say hey i love i love fuzzy <laughs> and then i love fuzzy swept tacos, out. so yeah and then it got swept out from underneath me and i'm like that fucker yeah, it wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't anything against you guys by any means because, you know, at that point, obviously, like, we were we were friends and... I get it. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I got sucked into that, like Jeff was saying there, like, it, it's just human nature almost, right? right? Where it, it's, it, it happens here locally more than with anything else because, you know, it's like, dude, we're not trying to, you know, I, I have to constantly remind myself, this is for fun. Right, right. So we're not, we're definitely not looking to be the top. It's not happening. So, well, I mean, I, I've um, been to Texas lots and lots of times. Um, and there's a reason why they say they have that saying, you know, everything's bigger in Texas, even though it sounds, I'm sure you're sick of hearing it. You you're from Texas. It's like, wow, that's the biggest cliche, but it really is true. Even the competition seems like it's bigger. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's, you know, it's all part of it. Yeah, it's it's a it's part of the side of it that I've grown to just really just block out and get away from as much as possible. Right, I feel like so. in my recent years, you know, we had a time where we were we were touring a lot and 
tour buses and airplanes and all that stuff and it was it was crazy and like you get so wrapped up into it that it's like you almost gotta take a step back and realize like all right we're i mean yeah we're making we're making money doing this but this is it's supposed to be fun you're you know that's the whole idea of it is to just have fun and not try and get too stressed out and not get food thrown at you when you're in italy for the record (laughs) sam i'm sorry it went down that way man I, i i was gonna say we since then have obviously made amends or you know i wouldn't have been on here but uh i appreciate that and i'm sorry as well sir uh i didn't mean i didn't know that you thought that i was just like see forget them up there i mean we don't need them no i'm officially sorry but i still have a 47 foot cock wow (laughs) all right well you might have me there (laughs) like josie three foot nine with a 10 foot dick (laughs) josie was a little thug man i liked he was a thug for sure are we still in Jump in the Fire? That, that whole segue came out of question, too. So thanks. Now we have to praise Mr. Castle and Little for bringing this up. Way to go, guys. They might be... Sam might demote them from the To Live Us to DFW chapter. No. Actually, I'd rather... Uh, there's been a point where I was like, hey, do we want to switch roles like one, uh, for a year or something so I can like give you a break? Do something else sure. for... You know? But uh, it's... It's uh, it's it's all good, brother. We uh, we still want to see you guys again, and I knew down the road everything would be smooth and ironed out. But I'll tell you, I am still mad at Chris though, because every time that you guys have been here, when and I've gone, um, and even I'll throw, you know what, I'll throw Jeff in God this as well, because <laughs> I remember Shane, I would be like, hey, we're at the Angry Dog before your show, and you're like, I'm on my oh, way, and I was like, yeah, cool, and ev- bring I everybody. Always, I always showed up. You yes, did. no, yes. he did, and, and you know what? Only, I and these fuckers were in the dressing room. No, smoking. because by the time you would let us know, we were already at the taco. No, fuzzies. No, I was busy getting crawfish tacos. I didn't know, and and it was too late. I'm sorry. I I, I know you can throw me under the bus for that. I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. But I'm now kidding, that I think but... about it, when you do go to a two lives to DFW chapter party, you walk away with some picks and some actual set list and some actual goodies. So maybe I purposely didn't tell you so I could go. So you could get through the set list. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So you could get all the good stuff. See, see. <laughs> We're midway through the tour. He's like, where did you get that actual Kirk pick at? I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, it was just in the glove box of the van. <laughs> yeah, glove box of the van. As we're on the tour bus. Like, we're not in the van right now. We're on the bus. Where did you get it? <laughs> Got to go to a DFW party, man. There's goodies there. Yeah, definitely. Well, next man. time, Sam, uh, will have to, he'll have to invite me and not you. And I'll maybe let you know, Shane. Jump in the fire. Question number three. Did we decide that Motor Breath was the shortest song? Yeah, I think we did. They're, okay. They did their homework. They're right. Okay. Question three. What is the longest Metallica song in the last 39.4 years? Oh, I thought you were saying, like, I thought you were going to have some weird time frame there. Um, longest song. Let me think. Albums. I would not guess this one either. I would get this... Wrong with the family feud buzzer. I'm going to go... I think it's an instrumental. And I'm going to go To Live Is To Die. Jeff Winslow. Would you like to pinch hit? Is it longest original song or just longest song they've recorded? 
That's a good question. If it's, According to those two fools, it says, what is the longest Metallica song? So that, well, Metallica song, because I say Merciful Fate's the longest song they've ever recorded. That is a good, that's a great point, but I'm going to emphasize Metallica song. God damn it, point. I think I know what it is now. I give it another stab. Jeff is still on that dial-up modem. Uh, outlaw. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm not. Even, what do you mean I'm on guess. outlaw? Or what do you mean I'm on dial-up? He said outlaw, and then you had me. On. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for suicide and redemption. Ah, so I was right. It was an instrumental. Just damn close. Mm. I was. I didn't know. I didn't know I was supposed know to be these looking questions. that up. These guys wouldn't even know these answers to these questions if, if I asked them off. And they would be like, oh, I don't know. Well, let's write, let's write them in for you. Oh, yeah. Suicide in Redemption is 9.58. I just immediately, when somebody says long Metallica song, I'm like, okay, what song off Justice? Right. Exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know they're all long, man. They're like, they didn't stop. Every, they're like, what riff can we throw? Like, let's throw they're all the like, riffs that we've written. Hit record and... Don't hit stop until we have an hour and 20 minutes of music. Until I play Correct. every exactly. over the wall, upside down, underneath the water drum fill there is. Back when Question Lars was four. a good drummer. Oh. <laughs> he actually talks about that in the latest Metallica podcast episode. Oh, does he? Yeah, pretty interesting. Question four. What country has Metallica played the most in? According to Jeff Little... He said this will test if he listened last week. What? I know. I did, but... Um, I think it was the week before. Oh, okay. What country? <sighs> Come on, dude. The way he worded this was terrible. How is it... What country? Well... It's not America. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here thinking, how is, how it, is not, it not though? North America, right? Yeah, how is it not the United States? Like that's where they're from, and they literally. Well, I mean, they went to Europe pretty early, I guess, in their career. But, but played... I'm gonna call him right now. Hang on. Yeah, put, put him on. We've never had a. a... Oh, it's it's twelve seventeen. Good luck. Do you think his wife will let him answer? No, uh, he did do an episode at this time with us. That's true. He told me the same time. If not, leave him a message. Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, buddy. You are uh, live on episode seven of season five of Podcast for All. So I we have a question for you. Yes. Uh, question number four that you submitted me. Don't give away the answer because Sam Gray is currently in the jump in the fire hot seat. Okay. There's a question about a country they've played the most in, and the way you worded the question, all three of us agree that it was very, very poorly written <laughs> and asked. Okay. So can you clarify? <laughs> can you clarify the question, but don't give the answer? The question is: What country has Metallica played in the most? outside of the United States. Oh, see, I didn't hear the outside of the United States part. I, did, I didn't get that how either, come, yeah. How come that wasn't in the text message that you sent me earlier? It just says what... And it was recently, in one of your recent episodes, it was okay. discussed. 
Are you in bed right now? Yeah. Is your is, is your wife <laughs> looking at you? Working hurricane duty. Working fourteen hours. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's in Louisiana right now for work. Oh, I'm you, awake. You're in Baton Rouge. Sam just says, "Yep, that's right. He's he's working his tail off." So his wife is not looking at him, going, "Who the hell are you talking to?" No, I am alone. Alone. Hotel. Just like docking alone again. Well, no one's going to hear this, so you can admit if you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps on laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that. Well, you, uh, <laughs> you go back to bed there, Mr. Little. We'll check it later, but thanks for clarifying number four jump in the fire question. Okay, I have the uh, answer, Sam. Thanks. All right, bro. See ya. Uh, thanks. Did you? Did you? I look looked it up? it up. Yep. So. Oh, okay. So that was classic. Oh yeah, I'm not afraid to admit if I look something up, I won't take credit for something. If I. That's a tough question, man. Uh, okay, uh, is it Germany? Nice, dude. Look at that. Okay. See, and I thought nicely done. I was guessing Canada was number two because it was so close to. That was legit. And Canada's number three, so that's what my that's what I thought it was. So I was like, I gotta look this up. <laughs> Seriously? I, I wouldn't even put Canada in the top. Five. Canada's number three. Yeah, I I see why, but wow. if I wouldn't guess that. I would have guessed like four out of the five countries would be in Europe. Yeah, yeah so the, Germany just stuck out to me. I don't, I don't know. Out of the top five, so. three of the five are in Europe, and then there's Canada and the United States. Oh, Canada. Where's Denmark on the list? Yeah, number, number nine. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Nine, yeah, so we USA, Germany, Canada, England, France, Australia, Japan, Spain, Denmark, and Italy. That's the top ten. And they have they've played Japan more. They than have Denmark? it all the way down to number sixty-six. But I just did the top ten. What are you There's looking no at? No way I would have got that. No, I wouldn't either. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Did, did you read that on the internet? <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> I saw it on the internet. Is that on Blabbermouth? Yeah, yeah, no. It was, this one was on Blabbermouth. <laughs> Perfect. Even, Even better. better. <laughs> Metal injection. Hey, talked about in podcasts for all twice, so I'm okay with them. Yes, they they have, and I have nothing bad to say about them. Other true, than... true. I've seen that. Question five. I would say sixty percent of hardcore fans would get this question. I would personally struggle. <laughs> How many Grammy awards does Metallica have? Well, we know there's the weird motherfucking one that we will always talk about with the load, and we're like, we would never get that. Better than you. Yeah, so you got to make sure you get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's the one they lost to Jethro Tull. Yeah, so technically um, one more than they should have. <laughs> so I think it's six. Jeff Winslow. I was going to guess five. I have 14. What? Yes. Fourteen. Yes. See, this is how. Be- this is there's how. Got, there's got to be some. This is how behind I am in the Grammys. I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I, I agree with that a hundred percent, especially after the the mic failure on Moth into Flame. Um, <laughs> That's right. But yeah, but when James looked like he was ready to just destroy everybody in the destroy building, destroy America. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would have never guessed fourteen, man. I, I just according to Jeff Little, it's fourteen. Let's see, one. Some of those got to be weird ones, like they wrote a song for like a movie or something. And from what I'm looking up, they have eight wins. Does it include the performance of Call of Cthulhu? Because I know that one won. Yeah, so we have yeah. 
My Apocalypse, Saint Anger, The Call of Cthulhu, Whiskey in the Jar, Better Than You. Better Than You. The Black Album. That's crazy. Stone Cold Crazy. And one for metal performance. Those are winners. There's other categories, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like, yeah. So you have, yeah, metal performance. Again, metal performance for Saint Anger. It's not like it won best song. Um, but there's a bunch of there's a bunch of nominees. But do they have 14 wins? Nope, they have eight. Are we gonna? Nope, have... they have eight wins, and that's on the. What the heck, Jeff Little? God, can you see it? That's on the Grammys website. 18 Jeff... nominations, eight wins. Just pulling numbers out of his ass over there. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have to call him up with his mistress laying next to him right now and ask him to clarify. <laughs> I would never guess fourteen. That sounds like fuck. Eight seemed I high. I was literally thinking I was like gonna yeah. say eight or nine. I was thinking like, I, well, I was thinking six, but he said six. I was like, I'm gonna go with five. I can't. I can't. I was thinking eight or nine, but not fourteen. I was thinking six, just because I, I honestly, I thought they won one for uh, a hardware song. But I guess not, huh? Um, maybe that was one of the nominations. That yeah, I lost. my apocalypse, best metal performance. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Grammy Award for Best Metal Performance. I remember that. Better than you, huh? Yeah, that's the goofiest one of all time. Uh, so that's, a, that's a shock for sure. Yeah, and that's... Can you imagine getting the call going, Hey, Lars, James, you've been nominated for a Grammy. Oh, really? Fuel? Memory? No, better, better than, than you. you. Oh. Better than <laughs> you. Oh. Well, what, what, Unforgiven 2? No, better than you. Let's never play it Ask live. Ross Helfen if he's ever heard of that song. What record's that on? What who, who, what band does that song? Oh my God. Dude, dudes, what haven't we talked about tonight? All I know is the hate train ma- mail better get sent to Jeff Little's page now. No, I can't say anything yeah. bad about him. He Sam, what's Little's email? <laughs> let me just give it to you right, right now. Let me just put it out oh, for the whole there. for the whole internet to hear. Jeff.little at to live is to dfw.net. <laughs> no, we have nothing bad to say about our buddy Jeff Little. He may have botched that last question, but that's all right. He, he, I just thought it was cool how we woke him up for that. Hey, they can't all be winners. <laughs> just like the Cowboys. You're right, exactly. <laughs> and the Rangers. <laughs> and the Stars. Yeah. Yeah. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Uh, it's a travesty. Oh. We, we know that. Believe me, I know the that stars. for sure. You guys stole Minnesota's stars, so that's what you get. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> I was in sixth. I was. Hey, in, we got one championship out of it so far. I so. was in fifth grade when the North Stars became the Stars. Jeff, you probably weren't even born yet. What year again? Ninety. Yeah, I was alive. Four ninety-five. I was alive. You were alive. You had a heartbeat. I did. I did. I wasn't just a sperm cell. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> totally caught off guard. Speaking, it was a good move. Speaking of specimens and cells, it was a very slow news day today because I saw people debating what the purple character is at McDonald's. Oh yeah, Grimace. What? Grimace, that's purple character from McDonald's. His name is Grimace. Stop right there. I did not know his name is Grimace. Do you know what Grimace actually is? And I had no clue. 
I used to know this. I just recently people were arguing about. Hold, this. I just recently looked this up because I was talking about it with. I think it was my. So mom. there's the there's the fry characters, and then there's the hamburger. Hamburglar. Right. Guess what this purple, what I refer to it as a blob is, or a specimen. Ah, oh, fuck. I used to know what it is. What is he? <laughs> a taste bud. Grimaces? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, that's some tasty Mickey D's. I had Mickey D's tonight after work. That's called ultra slow news day, speaking of fake news. Hey, you know, speaking of fake news, did you see that... Joe Rogan might sue CNN because yes. of them claiming he took horse dewormer for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> His exact quote was, do I have to sue CNN? They're making shit up. They keep saying I took horse dewormer. Dewormer. He, Good Lord. And you know what? Dude didn't get the vaccine. He He's not like in with the whole like COVID and this mask thing. He gets it. And right. and three four days is completely fine. And then and then you have yeah, horse and, and then you have and then you have Corey Taylor who is like dying from it, and he's like, oh, you know, it's a good thing that I got this vaccine, otherwise I'd be really really sick right now. And then you, you look at like look at Rogan like right doing just fine, Clark. I got, I, I got dewormed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dewormed. Oh man, I don't mean yeah. He like got medicine like a. Three days in a row, I saw yeah. that, and he like got hooked up to stuff, and he was like, "I felt fine the next day." And I had a buddy that had it. He's like, "I felt fine after some antibiotics." So I don't know. It's dude. an interesting world we live in. I'm not trying to. Uh, hey, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley got vaccinated, and they both got it. I know a lot. Yeah. Of, there's a lot of musicians. That tour was delayed last week. A lot of musicians, Jonathan Davis, he got it. He had the vaccine and got it. Matt Heffy from Trivium got the vaccine, got COVID still and said, good thing. Same thing that Corey Taylor said, good thing that I got this, right. you know, and it's like, well, I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm glad you didn't get really sick and die from it because that would suck. I've got my measles, mumps and rubella vaccine. Right. You had to have that before you started kindergarten, I think. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, the kindergarten shots are always fun. I've got two more years until Emma's ready for her kindergarten shots, and I'm not looking forward to doing that. I did that with the other two. and I thought you were going to say, yeah, two more years until you go to kindergarten, Jeff. I thought about starting kindergarten again. I missed school. It was was fun. Billy Madison. The the way you talk on here, you could probably use a little kindergarten. Yeah. (laughs) Sam, an hour and 23 minutes, we've talked about 87,000 different things. We even called Jeff Little. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you want to d- oh, dive into, dude? I, I do because I, I was listening to you. Like I said, I listened to your last episode. Okay. Uh, and when, I, when I, Jeff and I swam to Egypt. Yes. Okay. Yes, which was really cool that that you guys know uh, somebody over there, which is crazy to think about, right? Um, I want to pick a song that should not be. Oh right? yes. Oh, that's right. Good. That's what happens yeah. when the set list got thrown in the fireplace. Good call. So correct me if I'm wrong. This is just a song that I would erase from their catalog if I could, right? If you'd uh, like, yeah. Uh, so we don't. Over. Yeah, we don't want to put that stipulation. Like I think initially that's what we wanted it to be, and I think people took it maybe a little bit too to heart. You know that they, okay. you know, they don't want yeah. to delete. But if you 
have a song that you feel strongly about, then yeah, that's totally fine. I, yes, I will say this needs to be erased from the catalog. I'll, I'll be I'll be the person that stands up for that because uh, yeah, I just don't care. Yes, but uh, we're going. This has always been for me like that should have never made a record ever. Um, and I and I'm sure people out there probably disagree with me at all, but. My song, like, erase it from him, is Purify. <laughs> you know, it's funny. And so, That's like the fourth anybody or fifth else say, one, I think. Yeah, I was, I was going to, before he said it, I almost was going to say, you can pick any song with the stipulation that you can't pick anything from St. Anger. Because it eventually got to the it, point where it was like, something oh, off no. of St. Anger, went there, the whole album of St. Anger. That, that being said. Not I'm, the whole album. I love that album. I really yeah. do. Everybody knows that. And I love the main riff. That song. I agree with you. That song should have never been a song. It's a terrible song. Yeah, it's it's. I can't make it through that song. No, it's and a terrible song. Like I said, the first riff when you hear it, it's like you're like, all right, like it's a banging ass song, and then it just goes downhill, <laughs> turns into a pile of shit. Like I, I feel like I'm listening to Rage Against the Machine real quick. Whoa, 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 whoa! You yeah. can't put Purify <laughs> and Rage together. You're right. I'd rather listen to Purify. I, oof, I I just can't do that song. No, and, it's a terrible song. <laughs> and and I don't know. I, I guess I missed that because I, I thought that was a new segment. But uh, you um, that I mean, if we're out of Saint Anger, if we if you want to pick a different one, not that album, anything on that. Oh, um, two of them, Jeff. Well, I mean, I just it, like to a s- lot of people have said that. I just like seeing what True. people will pick other than. St. Anger, because it's obvious. Like I'm not an idiot. I get it. Like half the world hates St. Anger. I it is what it half. is. Two thirds. Completely love the record. And I, and after seeing the movie, the documentary, uh, you understand why they had to make that kind of record after all the shit they were going through. Right. But if I was to choose off of St. Anger, I just mean, you already specific. know that it's sad but true. So quiet, <laughs> quiet down. Shane that, gets really, really offended whenever anyone picks anything from the Black Album. It's no. like you can't can't pick anything from that record Wrong. or anything that's like a really popular song. Wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I guess at that point I would go Murder One. Uh, I didn't. I felt like that one. Wow. They didn't really do well. I mean, that was okay. At first, it, it was, was supposed like, to be a good tribute to Lemmy. Yeah, it was supposed to be yeah. a good tribute, and it ended up being a snooze fest. That yeah, was, was on Jesse oof. Robson's Dream No More set list from Regina, Saskatchewan. He's in tears now. Sorry, dude. Uh, if I meet you, we can have a beer together. That's, but that's the dude who <laughs> named his daughter Talica. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Talk about well, respect. Hardcore, dude. Uh, respect there, hundred percent. But uh, I'll buy you beer for choosing that song. But I, I, when that song came out, I, and I remember they did like their whole like. You know, talking about each song or whatever, and and we found out that that was a tribute to Lemmy. I was like, dude, this song is gonna be crazy good. I agree with you. Last song on the record, and then yeah, Jeff, like Jeff said, I was just like, when is this gonna kick in and like and get better. take over? Yeah, and then I was like, okay, it did not. So I, yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah. Knowing that it was Lemmy and it was coming, I'm like, this is gonna be powerful. You're expecting to hear like hardwired meets the ace of spades or something like that. And You're like, all right, here we go. It ends and oh, next track. Okay. You're like, oh, it's a load True. track. Okay. Uh, and my bad. I, I, that's not the last song on the record. Spit out the bone is, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's towards the end of the record. It's down there. 
Yeah, so I was a little disappointed by that, and I skipped that song for sure on the record just to get to spit, really. So Hopefully they play Murder One at Louder Than Life next week. <laughs> See, disc two doesn't get a whole lot of play, so it's it's all good. The festivals are going to be straight up stock. I know they're playing a different set list each night, but <laughs> Enter Sandman is at the end one night and at the beginning the other night, and then right. in the middle one night. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see on on the set list for for these festivals. But uh, God, you guys are I don't negative. F- I don't think they're going to change too much uh, between festivals. You just have way too much optimism in their set list. I mean, I do. They haven't their... played for two years. It's time to take the gloves off and just exactly. They haven't played for two years, so they're going to come out with nope. Enter Sandman and nope. Fuel and nope. for whom the bell tolls. Nope. Sam, I'm calling it now. We're going to hear a new song. Yeah, at Louder Than Life. Well, I would take that one, for sure. One new tune we're going to hear. I don't think we're going to hear one new tune this year. Yes, we are. No. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes on that. I think we will. I don't think we will. All the time that they've been writing and recording, you know, we know that they've had ten songs. Let's go. face it, though. Even if they play a new song, it's not actually a new song. It's just gonna be some fuck around song. No, it's gonna be the other new song. It's gonna be like here, here's this song. We're gonna play it for you. You guys are gonna hear it. You're gonna go ape shit. You're gonna fall in love with it, and then you're never gonna hear it again because we're gonna chop it up into a million pieces and put it into five different songs, just like Lord of Summer, <laughs> right? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the you mean the end of the line all nightmare long medley? Yeah. Back in Korea. That's what they did in Korea. Yeah, that was that. The new song. The new song, not the other new song. Oh, that's right. That's right. Way tuned down. It's actually pretty good. I was thinking. I, I think thinking that was in the... Munich where they played that, wasn't it? And then Korea is where they played the "Kill 'Em All" sounding "Whoa" song. Oh, you mean you mean vultures? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vul- vul- Vulturious. Vul- Vulturious. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Death is not the end. Yeah, yeah. That was that one. <laughs> yes. Yep. Vulturous. I actually <laughs> like that. I liked it too, and I was like, well, at least they're busting out some stuff, and of course it. Completely changed. The only thing they kept was the riffs, right? Yeah, so, and then they yeah. tuned them up. I wish they would go back down to their lower tunings. That was they don't heavy have to tuning. I like that. Right, they don't have to play Saint Anger sounding music anymore. But it would be cool if they did it a little bit lower tuning. You know, I feel like it'd be a little bit easier on James's voice too if he started working down in the lower registry. Jeff, Easy. anything else you want to add? We've talked about taste buds. And Grimace woke, the taste bud. We've talked about Grimace, and we woke Jeff Little up in Baton Rouge. Anything else you want to touch on? Yeah, No, I just want to go to bed. 12.38 a.m. <laughs> in Minneapolis. Okay. Mr. Gray, anything else, sir? No, man. I, I, I'm good. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, it's good to talk to you guys again. And, um, yeah. Even though we... You know, I knew we kind of mended the fences before, so it's good to good to come on and and let everybody else know out there that it's dude, nice. Every, it's it's all dirty laundry for the whole world to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all good. The only and, person uh, we were missing was Phil Toll. We settled it all. Ah, uh, yeah. See, why couldn't y'all get him back on, man? <laughs> see, it was thera- it was just, therapeutic. We'll get him back on, and then you can you can come back on, and then you guys can rehash it. It up. might be in the works. Just don't tell anybody. He might make another appearance this fall. Perfect, and make sure it's either yeah fall or winter, so you get a sweater yeah on him while you're looking. And uh, we all need a fill. They they should sell 
a Phil Toll sweater in the Mets store. I don't know why they've missed this opportunity. If I remember right, Phil and Jeff were about ready to make a deal with Phil Merch. Remember that? Yeah, he said let's let's strike a deal and we'll start making these sweaters. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make up a mock design now. By mm. no means am I. Uh, you can make a medley sweater, so you have every. Exactly. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this sweater and then I'm gonna send it to him before we do the episode and say, a, hey, here's my business one. pitch. What do you think? There you have it, everyone. Season five, episode seven. Mr. Sam Gray, the president of To Live Is To DFW, and check him out. The Eskimo Brothers, a very raw. Would you call it explicit, Sam? Uh, 100%. You're probably not going to want the kids around when you listen to it. Explicit swearing. Um, adult beverages are going down as it's being recorded. The Eskimo Brothers, all things sports, news, something that happened in your backyard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to subscribe. All of you should subscribe to Unpodcast for all as well. Jeff's still looking for that seven-star rating. Yeah, we need some seven-star ratings. Sam needs some seven-star ratings. Do what's right, folks. We love you all. There we go. Sam, thanks again, dude. Thank you, guys, man. We'll talk to you all very soon, hopefully. Absolutely. And I'll see you guys very fucking soon, as Lars would say, right? Very fucking soon. We're just getting started, right? Same time next year. All right, brothers. We'll see you soon. Later. See you.
should to stay with something better. 